0: Speaker has been recorded at an online meeting of Addictive Eaters Anonymous. You can email us at contact at aeainfo.org. I'm an addictive eater. Uh, Good evening, and uh, I'm excited to be here, a little nervous, but. you know, I call, call and talk to my sponsor, and they said, Oh, I'm going to be talking Friday at the UK meeting. She said, Good. I said, Do you have any um, suggestions? She said, Yes. Share your, your, what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. So that's what I'm, I'm going to do. Um, so, what it was like in the reading we just had, I just heard that word suffering. There was a lot of suffering before I came here, a lot of suffering is. I always felt like I didn't belong. I I was raised in a religious family. I was the only girl, I had four brothers. I always felt like I didn't belong. Um, I was always feeling sorry for myself from the longest I can remember. I I was just not a comfortable kid there was always, you know, I was always antsy and, and negative and complaining. You know, when I think back about it now, I think, boy, I really, I was a real chore and extremely rebellious, very rebellious. So that's before I started uh, addictively eating. I do remember food uh, being an important part of my life as, we, as I grew up, when we did get together and eat, um, at the dinner table, there was a lot of people, so you had to, there was a lot of interruption, so you had to get food on your plate. We, we kind of, uh, quickly got as much food as we could. And my job was cleaning the refrigerator and cleaning up and cleaning the dishes, which I did very well. I, uh, spent a lot of time in the kitchen doing that type of work. And so I always ate all the leftovers and everything. But you know, basically I was just an uneasy kid. I remember that I was very active. I was a tomboy to uh, climb up trees and just run and just kind of wild. So fast forward up until coming into the program. Um, You know, what, what really brought me into the program, you know, I progressed, my disease progressed quickly I eventually got into drugs and alcohol. Uh, I ran away the night of high school. I ran away uh, that very night, left the house, and just got into a lot of trouble. Um, Eventually, the drugs and alcohol, got married, had a couple kids, and my life was just out of control, really out of control. And then eventually, I found 12 Step. I found 12-step programs that helped me in so many ways with my other addictions, but I had it. When um, there was a tragedy in, in our family, my son passed away and I just took off. Not that I needed an excuse, I'm not using that as an excuse, but for some reason I just, what happened is after that, I just wanted to die. I just wanted to die. And so I started using food more than anything. I remember every single morning I would think, you know, I don't use drugs or alcohol anymore, but I can't stop eating. In the morning I would actually get up and get on the floor and ask God to help me, but I could not stop eating. I had lost that power of choice. I didn't know it then, but now I know it. Um, Also, I about wanting to die, I often thought about dying. When I think about suffering, suffering addictive eaters, there's so many people out there, like probably like me, where I just pretended on the outside, everything was okay, but I was dying on the inside. And I wanted to die, but I couldn't figure out how to die. And then leave my daughter and my family with the wreckage because I knew what it was like to have recently have someone die, I didn't want to leave them with that grief. So we moved to Whittier um, and I heard about a meeting that was close to where uh, I live. So I, I used to go to the meeting. And I would drive around the meeting because I didn't really want to go in. So I went to the meeting. I finally went to the meeting. And as I went to that meeting, at the end of that meeting, there was a woman that shared exactly about her son. Just like... And, it was almost word for word of what happened with my son. And, you know, in, in here we talk about uh, coincidences, you know, but I don't believe there was any coincidence that she shared that because it was an unusual circumstance and everything was so similar. I just felt that God had answered my prayers and I was where I was supposed to be. And a woman got my number from that meeting, um, someone that you, you uh, many of you may know. And she called to ask me how I was doing. And of course I was fine because I told her I was fine. And she said, well, would it be okay if you know we got together and I shared a little bit of my story with you? And I was desperate. so I said, yes, yes, of course. I didn't want her to know I was desperate. But uh, she met with me and she started telling me what she did. You know, she told me about calling a sponsor. She told me about you know, what she did with her food. She told me about meetings. She told me about the steps. And she told me about the first bite, just like the same as the first drink. And that really, a seed was planted when she said that. But I'm gonna tell you, what. as she was talking, I was thinking, I don't wanna do what she's doing. I do not wanna do what this woman is doing because it was extreme. I, there's no way that I wanted to do it. But I had this other thought right after that and I know it was from my higher power is that my way wasn't working. Boy oh boy, my, I was miserable, I was depressed, it was just hard putting up the front of being okay. I couldn't stop eating, doesn't matter what I tried. I had tried everything you could imagine and I'm sure most of you have tried all those things that I tried uh, all, the, all that stuff that just doesn't work. Um, so I started taking direction from her. I asked her, Well, what do I do? How do I start? So I just started calling her every day and started taking direction. So that's what happened. I started taking direction. She would uh, make a suggestion. And normally, you know, if someone makes a suggestion, I just shake my head, Yes, okay, I'll do that, and not do it. But I started doing what she suggested slowly. Little by little, because she, I wanted what she had. She was peaceful. She was happy. She, her insides seemed to match her outsides. You know, I was just so tired of putting up a front. And little by little, um, I started, you know, to follow her direction. And eventually, I remember the first, probably the first few weeks, uh, especially after getting a food plan, because I do have a food plan now. Um, I was very raw. It was like coming off drugs and alcohol. I could, I was a little angry. I was tense, but eventually, and even to this day, I am no longer obsessed with food, which was a big thing for me because, you know, it talks about the disease was centered in our mind. And for me, if food was in the refrigerator or something I wanted, you know, it would talk to me and I would just go get it constantly. I was completely obsessed but as a result of this woman helping me telling her story and I'm so grateful for people that tell their story, reach out to newcomers. Um, Cause if she hadn't d- done that, I don't know, you know, I really don't know what would have happened um, as a result of that. you know, it, it's been quite a while, lots of days, lots of years, you know, uh, you know but I'm still learning what it's like now is, um, I have a sponsor. It's a different sponsor now, but I do have a sponsor that I um, I take direction from. She uh, she calls me out when I uh, tell her stories, and uh, she's not she's not afraid afraid to tell me the truth when she sees when I share something with her, and she she sees it as not uh, in line with a spiritual program. She gets me on. She helps me get on the beam. But what I have even more than that is I have. I have a higher power. I have friends now. I don't wanna die on a daily basis. I no longer am, my higher power no longer is food. Um, my life is much more serene today. Uh, I don't wake up and ask God, you know, please help me stop today eating because that doesn't happen. But I tell you, I do wake up and I thank God every day for the life that I have today. I have friends today that uh, I talk to on a daily basis that are in recovery, that are recovered from this disease, that live free from the free um, from food addiction. So I don't know if you're new here today or not new here today. I hope you got something from what I said. Um, you know, I am really grateful. I think it's close to my time up. I don't know. Um, things that I thought of when, when I was asked to speak, I was thinking about the the disease, the ism, I, self, and me, you know, that I can't believe how much I have been so obsessed, not only with food, but I, self, and me. And so I I think I'm going to, I'm going to stop there. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak.